0: Why, hello, and I would like to extend a warm, cringe-evangelical welcome to you all. Um, I know it's been about a month. Uh, November took me out in a way I wasn't expecting. Um, And that's fine. This is a hobby. Um, But I'm not gone. No, no, I'm not gone. And actually, I need to make an episode because I sort of made a bit, I don't want to say viral, but I had quite the comment on uh, Deconstruction Girl podcasts. Um... Post and like a lot of people wanted to try out the podcast. And I was like, Ooh, I better should I better start again because you know whatever. Anyway, that was a lot of rambling and uh, to remember that yes, I am neurodivergent and yes, this podcast still exists. Um, I have been moving and grooving with different things. I signed up for a Christian sex course. I signed up to divorce proof and affair proof of my marriage um i haven't dated anyone in five years and i'm a demisexual bisexual person who is also gender non-conforming so i'm sure that everything they tell me will be super helpful and really uh help any marriage straight gay or otherwise because you know that's how it is Um, the other thing, and I don't know if I've made this like very clear. I do look at what I'm going to do beforehand, but I do kind of just skim it so I can have some version of like a live reaction because I do think I'm funnier when I don't have any filter. Um, think of it as the unmasked hours with Elena. Um, I do that in part just to make it more interesting, but also, um, this is just my experience, I don't know what other people's is, is that a lot of times specifically like evangelical or conservative leaning Christians come under this assumption that they can just act as like basically unhinged and crazy in a service as possible and that everyone will just be so moved and amazed by this, you know, moving of the spirit and God will like insert himself in their heart or something and they'll just like be moved that um they'll understand it and just get it and, you know, join the church. um. Obviously, that's not the case. Most people, when seeing these things, like, cold, you know, no. Can't think of the term. It's almost like a blind date with a church, and the church has done nothing to make it comfortable. Um, And that's kind of how I feel like most people are when they find these weird blogs, these weird ideas and stuff. There's no context. There's no explanation. It's just like, this is how you think, whatever. So I think, in part, it, like, mirrors that experience of non-Christians coming into this world I have. um. A deep understanding of and like trying to make sense of it when I do understand it, um, and I keep running into that a lot. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of that. Um, wanted to put that out there. I also want one correction in the music episode. I talked about Grace Baldridge. I said that their wife was named Jessica. I don't, I don't know why I said that. Their name is Elizabeth. That's not even close to. I mean, both are like common enough women's names, but like they're not, they're not even close to the same. Um. Yeah. So anyway, that's that. Um that's my correction. That's what's going on. So, today's episode is going to be kind of like a welcome back. We're going to go over some things we missed. Um and that will be that. Thanks, guys. Hello. And about this Christian sex course, I uh, I admittedly, so this is going to be like my December project instead of like, well, I might do some more on Christmas stuff later on. But I got this idea admittedly from like Rachel Oates and Pine Lee and to some degree, just like Reverend Jen, but I don't think she's done this sort of video specifically um curtis connor has also done stuff like this um drew Gooden, like this kind of style of buying something you would never buy well this is free i refuse to give money um especially with everything in israel palestine frankly i refuse to give money to like these evangelical christian groups because they do give a lot of money to israel and i'm absolutely not gonna be a part of that that's a statement i will talk more about that at the end but Evangelical Christians have a weird hang up with Israel. We'll leave it there. So that is one of the reasons. The other is that I just think that they are putting money into our politics in general that is bad. And just, like this money goes places that are not good and they hurt people. Um, so that was one reason. Uh, the other I just, I'm not about to get grifted. I spent my whole damn life getting grifted by these crazy ass uh, Christian people, you know. um, I don't need to get grifted again. I've done my time in oil classes and Tupperware. Well, not Tupperware. At least you could do stuff with that. Oil, I don't, I'm confused there. But yeah, so I've done my time. So I didn't want to get grifted again out of money from crazy white women. But also, um... Everyone was doing Bethany Beals, specifically Rachel Lutz and Pinely. I thought Pinley's was more interesting because he didn't have any context for Bethany Beals. So he was like essentially going into this, no idea what was happening and taking her Christian sex course um, and actually met her. You get you get to meet Bethany in the Christian sex course. And so I could have done that. I easily could have signed up for Bethany's course. I didn't want to for two reasons. I'm not giving that bitch money. And two, um, I don't have the time or energy to sit on a Zoom call with other, like, white Christian women who were, you know, more than likely homeschooled and just have no, like, life experience to talk about their horrid sex lives. It's just not something I'm going to do. I also think that I don't want to focus on the purity culture aspect either. I think there's more to a marriage than sex. Obviously, I believe that I'm on the asexual spectrum. I think, uh, if you really love someone, sex can either be intertwined with that or it can't be. And it depends on the person. Not going to go deeper into that. If you want my full views on my own sexuality, get coffee with me or something. Not in the weird Christian way. Just get coffee with me normal. But anyway, so that's that. Um. So what I did is I found a free course through some dude who is sp- sponsored by Focus on the Family. So I actually think this will be worse than Bethany. And anything she does. Because Bethany admittedly is now doing this, like, I am married. So sorry, I let me give context. Bethany Beale is a Christian influencer. And her sister Kristen did Girl Defined with her. Girl Defined is probably something you heard from Cody Co.'s big video. Mickey Atkins follows them a lot. Uh Fundy Fridays, Rachel Oates. Um, even like some bigger, like non, I don't know, like fundy circle content creators are like following this girl defined thing because they really do have um, a pretty problematic narrative and recently was also discovered that their oldest brother was sexually assaulted as a child and uh, the mother covered it up um, to essentially not create issue within the family so as you can see what these ideas what the behaviors that these are born out of are not good positive things Bethany did this thing where it was like, don't look at anyone, don't touch them, you know, don't even sit on their lap until you're married. And then she got buried and like was like, oh well, I went to have sex, and like we didn't know what we were doing, we didn't know anything because they never talked about it. Um, so then she became Miss Like Sexapalooza, and she was like talking about, I'm not gonna get into it, but like. You would have to strap me down and put a gun to my head to get me to admit the stuff this woman's putting on Instagram reels in public. It is unhinged. I cannot believe. I cannot believe it. So yeah, that's that. So that is um the idea of that. So I didn't want to do like a sex course with a woman who's like emotionally and mentally damaged that way. Um, and I definitely didn't want to do a sex course with someone who doesn't think anyone should have oral sex. I'm not going to get into that but a lot of christians think oral sex is a sin um and i'm here to say r.i.p to everyone's genitalia that believes that um that's the nicest way i can put that but yeah that's a thing i didn't want to participate in that i didn't really want to enable this woman who is not okay so i went and found this focus on the family marriage course that reportedly will talk about more than sex it will talk about other things i thought that was a little more interesting um for me personally i'm not someone who does hookups who participates in like that kind of culture it's just not something that'll ever speak to me even in the context of those that's a lot of rambling um so what I did is I signed up for it it's free i was expecting so this one's also like a go at your own pace you can go see the classes as you want which was also like a huge push for me as a person who is employed um i realized bethany's course is meant for people who don't work cuz they think working as a woman is a sin um Yikes. So, you know, they have a lot of free time to, I guess, lock their children in a room while they take their sex course or something. I don't know. Men don't take care of kids in these contexts. So anyway, um, that's that. And that's what I'm doing today. Again, this is very rambly. I just remembered now that I'm speaking, I forgot to take my medication today. So that's probably happening. Um, But yeah, that's what's going on. Uh, so I'm going to start. I'm going to discuss like I guess we could call it the correspondence I've had with my teacher, Henry. Not my cat. My cat's also named Henry, but this is a different Henry. Um, He's going to teach me the woman, which is interesting because I'm pretty sure if you're a woman, you couldn't teach the man. Um, I'm also going to be talking about the courses from a girl named Abigail and another girl named Brianna. Um, They are pushing me to try and pay for extra courses. Again, sort of a grift in that you can come in for free. Um. yeah but this is through the Christian Leaders Network of CLI so this will be interesting the Christian Leaders Institute so I'm going to not only be divorce proofed I'm going to be a fucking Christian leader so pretty pumped um so let's begin okay so let's start with my first email I received from Henry. It's a picture of him. That's the first thing you open and see. He's a bald man with a three-piece suit on in front of a giant world globe thing. It, it's like a map where you don't really know. It's like one step from just being Pangea. So we love that for him. Um, then we have, what a blessing it is to have you a part of this family. Ah, oh, Yes, I love when you immediately just bring me in like that. I feel very, I feel very welcome. You are here at CLI for free ministry training. You know, without a doubt, that you have a purpose and that God will use you in many people's lives. Well, that's very sweet. Um, You may experience spiritual attacks as you press on to obtaining your ministry education, but we want to be there for you. Wow. Third sentence in, and I'm under attack. So, interesting. When I did my, uh, grad school at UBI did not have any spiritual attacks brought up in my orientation, but that's what happens when you go to one of those liberal state schools. All right. We hope these emails give you the extra drive to finish your next video. Take your next quiz to surmount whatever other challenges you are facing. I too feel these emails will strengthen and fortify me. Thank you, Henry. This verse is a strong comfort as we battle in our studies. We hope that it helps you as well. I'm not going to read the Bible verse. Sincerely, your brother in Christ, Henry, president of Christian Leaders Institute. Now, I love this because we're already at war. You know, we just started this whole thing. Oh, my God. I just got an email as we speak. Anyway, sorry. Um, I love that they're like, have you been here for like two seconds? Guess what? You're at war, bitch. I love that for me. I love that for me. We're already starting strong. Amazing. So I'm gonna go on. We're gonna read the uh yield courses. So let me log on in. Cause these are just my emails. I have a full login. I'm a I'm a really bad bitch when it comes to this Christian institute. So uh yeah. Un momentito. Okay, so I had to pause because I was not expecting this when I logged in. They have given me an advent calendar with daily ways to Help myself in spiritual battles. Let's see. We have number one a Christian Today article, the pioneering of free online learning for Christian ministry. Love that. Free article I could have gotten anyway. Number two is Have you taken the new self care mini course yet? Especially in the busy holiday season, self care is an important practice. I'm sorry, I thought that was fake. I grew up being told I'm a piece of shit and self love sucks. I'm not taking that just because I'm mad. I the whole like don't follow your heart like Christian thing. mm -mm. That one set me off. Not going to even go towards that because it made me mad. Enjoy 20% off 25% off a credential or clergy kit of your choice. Oh, that's almost worth it. I wonder what's in the clergy kit. I just don't want to give them money. Journal or personal reflection prompt. Ooh, you know what? Comment your personal reflection in the in the bottom. Reflect on or write about a personal goal for the coming year and how it aligns with your spiritual journey. Can everyone do that in the comments? Write your personal goal and how it aligns to your spiritual journey. Oh, my God. This one just took me right to the, oh, they want money. So this one says, explore the celestial mission. And they've announced their 2024 theme. I like how that was part of my advent calendar. Like three of these things are things that would either cost me money or I could have gotten for free anyway. I love that for me. Let's see what today is. Numero seis. Oh, still closed because today's only the fifth. Woof. Should have looked at like the actual calendar. R I P to me. Um. Okay. So let's get on my dashboard. Let's uh. Let's see what old Laney Pooh has uh. Has going. So. This would be under, they have, you can actually become a full-blown minister through their program. This is, by the way, like not an accredited college. This is like all made up stuff. So you can do minister, whatever. You can become a wedding officiant. Actually, that could be worth it. There's actual degree programs. You can get a bachelor of divinity. I'm sure that is um, top dog in in everything. We we do love that. We love that. We have a spiritual fitness ministry course. Yeah. Okay. Um so this is our options. We have a worship worship leader course. We have Christian Leaders Connection Award. We have the Bible Study Leader Award. Oh, I can get awards. Family Restoration Award. Marriage Ministry Award. Interessante, interessante. Well, I'm going to be a Marriage Ministry Award winner, so uh, let's get in. I keep saying let's get in, and then I have to pause because something pops up on the screen that is absolutely out of pocket. They have an entire mini course, I'm yelling now, called, instead of Critical Race Theory, they have come up with their own. A Christian version called Critical Grace Theory, with a G, Grace. Here are the seven topics they will discuss. Race, gender, pleasure. I didn't know evangelicals even knew what that was. Equality, evolution, blame, conflict. Now, I did look into the pleasure one because I thought there'd be some funny sex stuff in there. And it's mainly talking about how, and I quote, on demand divorce and abortion is a result of unhit, like un, uh, boundless pleasure. Because, you know, everyone's getting off like... Who watches porn? You can get an abortion and get off on that. I mean, come on. Like, you know, that's pleasurable. I don't know what they're talking about. Line up for divorces, guys. It's everyone's favorite thing. I know everyone who goes through the divorce is having a really good time and experiencing a lot of pleasure. So I have no idea. I, I mean, you can't believe he's the first guy who ever taught us this. This is crazy. Good for him. And so I guess if you're interested in critical grace theory and you want to revolutionize uh, your white supremacy in that way, go for it. Uh, I will not be because I'm not a piece of shit. So let's go to the marriage one finally, since I've wasted enough of your time. We're going to go into the Christian life skills personal section. So these are the options I have because I'm uh, (laughs) signed up. We have starting well, financial, financial discipleship, not doing that. I don't care about money. The next is about debt. The next is about work and honesty, generosity and investing. I wonder where they think you should be generous. It might rhyme with merch. Um, Crisis and eternity. I don't know what that has to do with money, but, you know, you go, girl. Um, We have finishing well. I guess that's what you do when you die. Um, I have a feeling. I have have a sinking feeling that one of their uh, things is that you may give money to the church when you die. I mean, I don't know. It's just a little thought in the noggin. We have self-care, something I didn't know they even took seriously. I have a feeling, though, self-care for Christians means read read the Bible and tell God how bad you are because then he'll fix you or something. I don't know. Social media etiquette. I'm sure that's offensive. I've never met an evangelical Christian with any form of etiquette on social media, especially the Republican ones. We story of a gospel heritage. That sentence doesn't make sense. Overview of mental health integration. Hmm. Victory over sexual sin. I, nope, I'm not going to traumatize y'all today. Oh, I can download a free planner, a Christian planner, because the planners at like Dollar Tree are too secular. Life decluttered, taking control of your money. They, you know, I didn't know. I mean, I know money's part of marriage, but whatever. Um, how to be interesting. Actually, let's see what that one is. How can I be interesting? Let's learn. Here are our nine steps. We'll see if I want to uh, learn how to be interesting before I start dating and get married and all. Be introduced to the subject of being interesting. Stop. It's people getting paid to teach this shit. You got to be kidding me. Wow this is their reasoning. Being interesting helps you in ways you cannot even imagine yet. In life, people tend to want to be around you more. In ministry, being interesting helps you communi- helps your communication and your leadership. Oh, so it's a fucking grift. It's teaching you how to seem fake, so people will want to be around you and join your ministry. Okay. Wow. They really do say the quiet part out loud. Love that for them. Learn how to connect to interesting people. This is like a total like, manip- Like this is manipulation. This is teaching you how to, mani- oh my God. Develop your plan to do interesting things. This is like the SpongeBob course where he's normal and he like took all the spots away. And he and was like, hi, how are you? This is what this is. Learn how to ask interesting questions. Develop the skill to tell interesting stories. This is fucking crazy. Do you have no personality because they told you the only things you can think about are Jesus, the Bible and church? Well, you're in luck because we're going to teach you how to be like a normal person with social emotional development. Learn how to see the possibilities. Wow, you're not allowed to have many if you're a woman in this culture. So I guess this is for men. Gain the skill and confidence to develop your compelling narrative. Grow in enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Learn how to be daring. You know what? That's that's some effing shit. We'll just leave it there. <clears throat> Next part. How to be? Oh, dating discernment. Dating discernment for women. <laughs> There's regular dating discernment, and then there's a stupid one for women and their smaller brains. Okay. How to develop a great attitude. Nine ways to build people up. The shadow side of life and leadership. Shadow sides of relationships. Indestructible marriages. Healthy living and writing a vision statement. Well, bitch, let's look at our indestructible marriage, shall we? I've already learned how to be interesting and to discern dating with my silly little woman brain, so now I got to see how my marriage is going to go very excited for this, by the way, everyone. So they have, like, this Santa and Mrs. Claus looking couple touching noses and laughing. And it says, grow and lead others towards indestructible marriages. Aw, it's telling me I can help my friends. Do you have, like, a rocky marriage? Here, have me, your single friend, tell you what to do. Um... So here's what it says. Do you want to grow in your marriage? There are many challenges to marriages. How do you affair proof and divorce proof your marriage? How do you get more spiritual closeness? How do you develop more sexual intimacy? Are you interested in keeping your marriage growing? Does your relationship need a tune up? Are you a Christian or minister looking for a great resource? How many of these questions are going to end up with like a regular person would say get divorced? (laughs) do you guys hate each other? Did you realize you didn't love each other 10 years ago? Are you still married out of spite? Here, let us make it look more believable in person. Like, (laughs) okay. Are you a Christian leader looking for help communicating through marriage? The indestructible marriage mini course features Dr. Jim Evans via YouTube links on our website. It's great to know that they sign you all up for this shit when it's all YouTube. That's incredible. I think the next episode, what I'll do is I'll watch the videos. Right now, we're just going to do an overview. We got to see what we're getting into, okay? How are we going to grow our marriage? So here's our free mini out cor- our free mini course outcomes. Learn the Christian worldview about marriage. Work. Gain insights on how to apply the teaching to your own life and how to teach others. No way. I can't wait to teach others about marriage. You think people are going to like love it when they're like having a fight or something and I'm like, guys, guys, guys. I'm a 28-year-old girl with two horrifyingly failed relationships. Come listen to me about marriage. I've got it. I I did a, a Bible study online. It totally helped my two failing relationships. Oh, my God. Anyway, gain valuable insights on how to communicate more effectively in marriage. I like that because if you can't communicate before you're married, oh, baby, it's not getting better when you walk down that aisle. Grow in developing your indestructible love. Okay. Learn more about real sexual intimacy in marriage. Learn more about how to rust proof your marriage. Learn more about how to divorce proof your marriage and learn more about how to affair proof your marriage. I like how they're like, and if you do this, none of these things will ever happen. And if they do, it's your fault, not ours. What? Love that. And we get a quiz. So let's see, what are we doing? The the Christian marriage worldview. I got to watch some videos. I have an assignment. I have to ask, what are the benefits of the Christian worldview of marriage as shared by President Henry? How can Christians share these benefits with the world? Ugh, give me my TV show when I'm done with this, guys. I'm about to tell the whole world how to be fucking great married people. Uh, Which of these five aspects of communication, tone, time, trust, truth, and team spirit? He go to like five below and see a poster and say, "Ooh, I'm about to fix your marriage. Here we go. That Jimmy Evans, Jimmy Evans. He's not Doctor Jim Evans. He's Jimmy. Once you get in the course, discusses. Do you struggle with the most? How can you improve upon this? Which of these aspects do you excel in? How do you continue to foster these strengths in your life? Whether or not you are married, how do you relate to the needs? Men need respect, and women need security. Ah, I feel like I need respect too. I don't know. I feel like the lack of respect by both of my ex boyfriends was a huge reason that our relationships didn't work. I also didn't have security, so I'm pretty sure the second one cheated on me, but whatever. Anyway, um, how does the world try to attack the biblical principles? Well, first of all, they respect women. Is it, girls, is it attacking biblical principles to ask for respect from people? Comment below. What the fuck? God. Mm-mm-mm. I think if I had to pick, uh, my worst aspects of communication, it's tone because I'm literally autistic and I can't hear when my tone changes. I'm really good at team spirit, though. I was a three-season st- three athlete for one year, and then I went to two seasons because I got tired. But, you know, team spirit and stuff. Oh, my God. Truth. Ha <laughs> Have they met Christian men? Truth. <laughs> that one's for them and them only. So anyway, our next section will be, of course, real sexual intimacy and fulfillment, which you know someone who's only had guy on top, girl on bottom, missionary sex with a woman is definitely someone you should go to for sex advice here are his questions and we're going to rust proof our marriage after we're done figuring out how to actually get an orgasm jimmy evans identifies that marriage is built on biblical agape love Ugh, christians love that term and they don't know what it means reflect below on a time that you focused on a different type of love in your relationship and how shifting that to agape love could have improved your marriage or your joint relationship with christ Whoa, whoa 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 whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. So, are they saying you can only, you if you love someone, only love them one way? Any other way is wrong in marriage. Oh, my cat kind of jumped at that. Sorry, Henry, cat Henry, not weirdo bigot Henry. Um, Jimmy Evans discusses many of the ways in which the world has fallen from the biblical view of sexual intimacy. Oh boy, oh boy, trigger warning, purity bullshit. Or reflect below on how this has impacted your marriage or your relationship with sex. Yes, it's damaged it because I have a very damaged view of sex because of people like you. Thank you. How can Christians renew and protect the b- b- biblical view of sexual sexuality and intimacy? Well, for starters, they could stop with the wait until you're married BS and like let people have sex when they consent to it. They could also believe in consent in general and not believe in marital rape. Here, I fixed it for you. How can we fix it? Not do anything you guys say. Boom. Covered. Is your relationship with the Lord rust-proof? What about your relationship with your spouse? How is rust-proofing these relationships similar? How are they different? Do you find one easier than the other? Well, first of all, I'm not going to find out. Oh, so excited for this course. Now we got our divorce-proofing and our affair-proofing. This one's going to be great because you know Christian men are going to use this to be like, well, if you didn't do this, woman then I wouldn't have slept with every single woman at the church and also maybe some of their kids. Anyway, that was kind of a dark joke. I apologize. How have I gone from not even saying porn out loud to just saying this on the podcast? Who knows? Probably the apathy. So anyway, let's continue. Reflection questions on divorce proofing. So I'm just, you know, I'm a good student. I like to see what I'm looking for in the course. So here we go. Do you truly feel you can divorce proof your marriage? You cannot. It is impossible. But continue. Which of the principles that can lead to divorce stood out to you? I'm already stopping here because they're acting like you can do one thing and then like it's all good. If you do not, I don't want to say like work. Well, no, it's work. It's not a chore, I should say. It should be a happy thing. But if you do not invest in your relationship, friendship, marriage, romance, whatever, it will fail every single time. Period. There. I've got it for you. I have a full master's degree in this stuff. I help a lot of people who have done your way before and they are failing very miserably. If you have experienced divorce or if someone close to you has, how has it affected you in your walk with God? Well, I've never been divorced, but I know people who have. And because of their divorce, I caught the divorce and then God hated me more. That's like, what kind of question is that? How has it impacted you? Well, they were sad and I'm a good friend, so I comforted them. Woohoo. There goes Elena. Wow, I'm snarky today. Maybe I shouldn't take my meds more often. Anyway, has the devil tried to attack the covenant uh, that your marriage is based on? I don't know whether through temptation, and affair, emotional or physical, etc. How did spiritual warfare cause you to lean away from your marriage? Well, for for starters, um, you're assuming that both people are actually putting like time, effort, or intimacy into the relationship. If you, wow, I'm so excited. I can't wait for all the really, really, really patriarchal bullshit for them to throw at us. This is great, guys. Very excited. I should write them and be like, so like if I'm a lesbian and I dump my husband, like that's covered, right? <laughs> ah, we love that. Can you find healing from this as a couple? My question is, should you got married in the first place? The answer is probably nada. Uh How can Christians find hope if they have experienced or participated in an affair? Well, for starters, they could um not be a piece of shit about it and not blame their congregation. If you feel called to do so, share your redemption story below. Oh, that's going to be like so much gaslighting. Like they cheated on me. And then I gave them a bouquet of flowers and read three Bible verses and then they got over it. Wow, that's special. So that's what we're going to be doing. This is like a little teaser, this is a little taste. Um, I I mean... The critical grace theory does look really awesome. I'm not going to lie. That looks downright fabulous. We do love. We love when Christians take like a word and then take a Christianese word that doesn't mean the same thing at all and that inserts it and says they fixed a problem. 10 out of 10. Wow, wow, wow. There is a lot. I can become a virtuous woman of God. I would like to see what that is. I don't think I'm very virtuous right now. I think I'm someone who smokes weed every night and watches whatever I want on TV. Ooh, it's like a, why is she a warrior? It's like a D&D character smelling a flower in this picture. Nice. So what are we gonna learn if I wanna oh, regardless of where you are now or what happened in the past, God promises you will become a new person when you receive Jesus as your Savior and Redeemer. Okay. So redeem means to buy back or to free from the that which causes distress or harm. Okay. Jesus bought us back and brought us home to live in the love and protection of God's family. I mean, I'm gonna be obnoxious again and go, Okay, Um, sometimes it seems like what we think of as being virtuous is gone forever. But as virtuous women of God, we look to the word of God to define us rather than to human criteria. We can rely on the love and compassion Jesus displayed toward women to understand our value to God. And we look to the precious Holy Spirit to help us respond to the questions and accusations raised by the current culture. Sorry for during the precious Holy Spirit, but they always infantilize the language with women and versus men and it just grow like they would never have said that with a man but because we're women and we're soft and we just like need those special words like a precious moments doll you know that's what it is um wowie wow okay crazy 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 let's continue and I think this is going to be part of the marriage thing I do think some of these things intersperse. so we'll see if I end up doing this um yeah sometimes it seems like What we think of being virtuous is gone forever, but as virtuous women of God, we look to the word of God to define us rather than to human criteria. We can rely on the love and compassion Jesus displayed toward women to understand our value to God. We look to the precious Holy Spirit to help us respond to the questions and accusations raised by the current culture. You mean the accusations that you guys hide rampant sexual assault amongst most of your churches? That one? Or the one where the Duggar girls all came out and said that their dad basically exploited them for money on TLC? Is that the one that hurt your feelings? Man, I love this. I'm already so pissy about this. I'm so excited. The Holy Spirit will always point us to Jesus the only way, the only truth, and the only life. So what will I be able to do, kids? I'll be able to explain the biblical definition of virtue that I'm sure that they got from humongous cultural and ethnic uh Context, so that'll be good. Describe how God views women. Okay. Compare the difference between the world's definition of the sources and standards of identity and the biblical view. Ooh, is my identity in God and the world says my identity as if I suck cock or not? Oh my god, sorry, I'm so bad today. This is gonna be an explicit episode. Apologies, don't listen to this with your kid in the car. Apply God's value system of grace to one's own mistakes. Explain the difference between perception and reality we're a mental health professional now. Okay. Let's identify those personality disorders, bitch. Let's go. Uh, recognize Satan's war against womanhood. <laughs> Satan's war against womanhood. I bet that has to do with trans rights and reflect on how that has manifested in one's own life. I bet you that they them pronouns are going to get knocked in that one for me, honey. Oh my god. How is it manifested in my own life? Yeah, I found my real gender identity and I'm not dating someone who hates me. (laughs) All right. Analyze where a lack of personal integrity may have been a source of pain. I mean, I continued to go to the evangelical church, even though they were openly homophobic and racist, and that caused me a lot of pain. And it was a lack of personal integrity until I left. There, I fixed it. Compare contrast the characteristics of wisdom to foolishness. Be able to explain the path to personal wholeness. Understand the difference between humility and humiliation and between strength and weakness in granting grace and mercy. I like how they're taking words that are just different forms. Like one is like an adverb or like one's a noun and then just being like, what's the difference between them? Welcome to first grade English class. Well, I mean, that's like at least third grade for humility. But anyway, um, identify the barriers and burdens that inhibits one's freedom to live a virtuous life. Mm Mm-hmm. Create a plan to take hold of the inheritance God has for them as virtuous women of God. Aw. Oh, no. Oh, no. You can get a mug that says woman of God on it. (laughs) No way. What caused Eve to fall victim to Satan's lies? Well, for starters, Eve didn't fucking exist because it's a folk, like, mythology story based on old world, like, literature. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm not here to do theology class. Just like, crazy desperation oh we're about to slam single mothers we're gonna have 21 days to true beauty I do not believe this will be in the uh I don't believe this will be in the historical idea of Naomi wife's Naomi Wolf's the beauty myth maybe I'll be surprised but I'm doubting it Some not-so-virtuous women. One of the hardest things for people to do is to stop passing judgment on themselves and others. Often, this judgment is based on behavior that happened years in the past. Sometimes, as a result of misunderstandings or differences in the way people approach life, we may continue to beat ourselves up for mistakes we made even decades ago. Oh, I'm so excited. I might take this one. I want to see how not-virtuous I am. The woman foolishness. The Proverbs 31 woman. Bitch, I'm a 32 woman oh all right section three the law of kindness they have a. I like how the men's like don't have any like little pictures but the women's have like little pictures of like necklaces and stuff they say like no you're worth and like you can buy them like and damn they really think we're just dumb little broads getting on this thing Act and wow more are the children of the barren women awesome bring my uterus into it great uh final thoughts Mm-mm-mm. girlies do you want to be the kind of girl that only has sex with no foreplay and then does whatever your husband tells you to do? Well, you're in luck because we're going to teach you how. Wowzers. Well, I think that's enough uh, 40 straight minutes of me just being a snarky little bitch. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just emboldened because George Santos has just been so like diva down this week. I don't know if I'm emboldened because i actually left the house and hung out with my friends again instead of staying in and being depressed i don't know if it's the uh pmdd wearing off because tis the season for me to have my one week of good mental health but here we are and i'm feeling it um before we go i'm gonna put the music on i am gonna do a closing statement about israel and palestine there's one more thing i wanted to let you know is that a story i have uh, told is now featured on another podcast. It's called the Las Chismosas <coughs> podcast. I am so sorry. One moment. Um, it is a story. I'm not going to share it. I want you to go listen to them. Um, they were very lovely. I have enjoyed interacting with them. It's a good podcast. That's all I'll say. Um, I'm trying to find the episode name so I can send you over. But it is about um my grandma's pastor and his many, many affairs with women of the church, and then his subsequent marriage to one of those women. We stand, we stand. So, that- so yeah, it is called um last. It is last chismosas. That means like the gossip in Spanish. Um. So yes, this is a. Uh, Latina run podcast. um, Send some love to your, you know, local women of color uh, doing their thing. Um, It is episode three. It is 33 minutes long. I think we can all do that. So give that a listen. Go listen to Las Chismosas. Uh, And now I'm going to put on a little music and just make a small statement about the complicity of evangelicals in the Israel situation. Thanks. Uh, Hi. And obviously I am not Jewish nor Muslim. I am a mainline Protestant Christian. Um, So I'm obviously not as personally affected by the issues uh, happening right now in Israel and Palestine. That being said, even if I'm not personally affected, I'm absolutely personally complicit because of my growing up in evangelical Uh, situation, specifically a fundamentalist, uh, independent Baptist one. Um, I will be honest, we had lobbyists and politicians come to the church when I was a kid and promote Israel, had to sign petitions for Israel for more money. Um, These were like apac style folks um they would come in and put a lot of zionist rhetoric up say things like you know winston churchill said the jews made it famous so let's give it to israel like that was a good enough reason for a lot of americans um you know this idea that it's god's chosen people and I i will be honest and i don't think this is discussed very openly a lot of evangelical christians truly truly believe that if the jews get israel and completely kick the palestinians out that it will bring forth the second coming of christ because that to them is an integral part of that um due to some old testament and biblical teachings obviously that is an incredibly incredibly xenophobic and problematic thought process it's also an appropriation of Frankly, a trauma of the Jewish people into their own um and I've talked about this before, their own issue. Um a lot of evangelical Christians don't want Israel because they care about the Jewish folks. They don't mind a Jewish ethnostate because it is white and not Muslim. But if the Jews Jewish folks did end up getting that area, evangelical Christians would swoop in and try to make it an evangelical Christian, you know, basically a tourist destination. It already really is, with a lot of evangelical groups going to israel and doing these sorts of trips um it's not surprising that a religion based on settler colonialism would support it in another area it is actually right on brand um i've brought up many times the evangelicals that there are palestinian christians palestinians are not muslim islam is a well they are muslim but they're not all muslim because being palestinians and ethnicity which is different than a religion this is honestly the same thing I issue I have with like Jewish folks and when I talk about this with evangelical Christians specifically. Um they really don't understand that concept a lot of the time. And that is not completely it is the fault of the evangelical church, it's also the fault of society in our mainstream media and our education system. Um many, many are not taught. That being said, I obviously I think you kind of gathered, I stand for a ceasefire. I am a give their land back to Palestine person. I recognize there, there are things I will never understand. And so I'm not going to speak on those. But I think at a base level, it, it, just stop killing them and give them a place to live because they are human beings who have only lived there. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, if you can, try not to shop at the places that are giving money to this. There's some uh, articles from PBS, The Guardian, MSNBC News about this issue. Um, obviously, it's going to become... A heightened issue. Uh, if you can get to a ceasefire rally or a memorial rally, please do. Um, and, and honestly, just check in on folks that might be impacted in a meaningful way, um, and ask them what they want instead of what you think you should do. Um, it is exciting for me in some respects to see so many Americans waking up to this issue, uh, even some conservative uh, political scientists have written books. Uh, John Mearsheimer and Stephen Walt, who are in no way, shape, or form leftist or progressive, in 2004 wrote a book about how they felt that the support for Israel was really getting out of hand. Um, I invite maybe more conservative-leaning white folks to read that that sort of thing, but I also invite folks to read Palestinian authors, Palestinian folks. Um, they're obviously being silenced left and, left and right. Um, and I do... Want people to take notice about their own maybe internal I don't know they're just subconscious issues with race and racism um yeah, I you know there's just so much going on, and uh, my tax money is complicit in so much, and even though I don't necessarily have an option to not pay taxes, I'm still like recognizing that. I have a lot of privilege just as how I consume, how I interact, how I talk to people. And that can impact Israeli and Palestinian lives. And right now, it seems to be really negatively impacting Palestinian lives. So for that, I think it's fair that I take the onus that as, you know, someone who grew up this way, I I participated in some very negative events towards Palestinian people. Um, I understand I was also a child, but... I really didn't let go to some of that stuff until I was older. Um, Yeah. So that's that. Um, I do encourage you, please, if you're in the Buffalo area, please follow Buff for Ceasefire. That is uh, the most organized group. We also have Gaza on Main in Buffalo. Um, Jewish Voice for Peace is a national group with local chapters. Uh, Give them a follow. Um, Read some history and uh have awkward conversations if you can i did at a meet and mingle at church hells yeah so um i do think this is an important topic i did i, I did want to i wanted to acknowledge and uh disavow completely the evangelical support for israel um it's inappropriate and it's just another form of colonial settler or settler colonialism ah, sorry um yeah so i think that's I guess the depressing way I want to end it, but I can't I can't sit here and pretend like this isn't part of this because part of the evangelical thought process for a while has been to be pro-Israel. That's very interwoven and I would say a lot of conservative Christians that are non-evangelical or non-fundamentalist would even go this way. Um So I just want to speak on that. I also would like people to really think as well. What is your reasoning? when you support these things? Is it because you truly love and care about the people involved at all? Or is it because you have an ulterior motive to essentially save and convert them? And I think we know what the answer to that is. Um, yeah. So on that note, uh, thank you guys for listening. Go be radical badasses out in that community. Um and even if all you do is have one weird conversation with somebody, that makes all the difference in how they might consume, think, teach their children. So that's all I can ask of people and to acknowledge and own um our own complicity in this as a people, as a culture. Um and to teach our kids to be different. So, thanks guys and have a good week.